What's up? It's me. Still me. Still my podcast. Didn't sell it yet. Still building up the brand. <laughs> um, so today I'm chilling on the rooftop and it's a little windy. So if there's wind, uh, you can uh, email my publicist and we'll try to get you a refund. But uh, yeah, uh, this episode is brought to you by sponsor um today i wanted to talk about hip-hop rap and the culmination of this kanye album called jesus is king from my perspective which is i'm a christian person that knows about christian culture the good and the bad of it and uh I think I have an insight that some a lot of hip hop fans won't have because like I've been around churches a lot more than. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's a little insight if you heard that in the background. Uh, that is a large firework uh, show getting set off in the middle of the day to celebrate a new business opening. Something that happens in China a lot. If they open a new business, they'll literally just light off as many fireworks as they want to have success so like the more you buy the better you'll do so it's just so loud anyways uh so yeah i I think i just i just know i've just been around churches a lot and stuff and i kind of know how this thing goes and also i think my journey through like liking kanye and not liking him has been really weird so uh yeah here we go uh so basically what about a week ago maybe like October 25th-ish, 24th maybe, he released, Kanye released Jesus is King, which is his new album, basically new music that is meant to proclaim his newfound faith in Christianity. So uh, obviously a lot of like hip-hop forums online and most critics are like, this is stupid and corny, like religion is lame and like it's cool when rappers like spice it in, you know, but it's kind of overkill with the whole album being like that. And uh, so, yeah, originally I had a friend who was super excited about this album and I was just not. I was super skeptical and I was really concerned that he was just going to have this album be like named after Jesus but not really be like legitimate or sincere you know and i i think i had good reason kind of like i i hadn't heard his story about how he actually got like a really big conversion over the last couple months and i thought it was just a continuation of the faith that he used to have like in 2004 i think he did he had Jesus walks uh was like a super big hit and like that that song was okay you know and it was about god but then like the rest of that album and the rest of his whole catalog was just normal rapper sometimes even past normal rap standards of profanity and just like horrible things in his music so it was just like i would rather you not i would rather people not think this is what a christian is and then you not do a good job like rather than just like proclaiming it and then and then just being like this fake person you know so it it would almost be like if you were like a democrat or something and you were like oh i love being a democrat and this famous person became a democrat and all the stuff they were saying it just goes exactly against what you believe in your policies you're like i'd rather you just not say it because now you're confusing people and they think it's okay to do that if you're a democrat blah 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 but this is way more important (laughs) than politics so i had that that skeptical side to me and i was just like i don't know rappers like i think chance the rapper kind of did this thing where he's like i need to have a sabbatical 
I'll put Bible verses in my songs, you know, but then he'll he'll release something good and interesting, but then the next song will just be so graphic and horrible about meeting a girl at the club and wanting her to do this and that sexually. So it's just like, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a prude or anything, but it's just music that's dirty and that's rap, I think should be in one category. And like, if you're making songs to or about God, I think it should have some sense of like, there should be a standard it has to like live up to, I think. So I don't know. So I was skeptical of Kanye. I was skeptical that he was even a Christian because of the way that he was living. And um, a lot of people in America will be like, oh, you can't judge. Christians shouldn't judge, blah, blah, blah. Like, who are you to do that? But it really doesn't say that in the Bible. Like, it it gives warning against, like, unnecessary judgment, you know. But, like, you can use common sense to be, like, to look at what we call, like, the fruit in people's lives. Like, if you look at a tree and it's not growing any fruit, like, there's probably something wrong with it. So, like, if you look at the fruit of a person and everything that they do is showing you that they don't have a relationship with God, then it's okay to be like, yeah, probably not. Um, Not that you can say definitively, but anyways, I was super skeptical, and then I listened to this podcast. Totally changed me, and really, I kind of felt bad after listening to it that I was even doubtful, you know, because I'm not a better person than Kanye, and I was just as bad before I got saved, but it's just... I didn't I just didn't know how sincere he was. So the podcast is called Apologia Radio. It's a Christian one and they they actually landed an interview with Kanye's pastor, Adam Tyson from California. Um he's he apparently he's just some random dude in California and since the Kardashians live out there, Kanye was living there and he just visited this dude's church one day and was in the back and this dude handled it so well and basically in the interview he's giving his story about meeting Kanye and kind of like teaching him and stuff and he went up to Kanye afterwards and or or no Kanye came up to him afterwards and was like hey can I talk to you and he's like yeah man I'm Adam what's your name Kanye's like uh my name's Kanye West and he's like oh cool what can I do for you and he's just asking all about Christianity and stuff and I think uh he just really wanted to like repent and like give up all of his life that he was living and like live a new life including like cussing on on rap songs like objectifying women like repenting from all that and being like i just want to live for god which is like way different than what i thought was happening so this dude was blown away kanye ends up like flying this dude out to to utah where he's performing a concert in this giant stadium and lets this uh, Adam Tyson guy, like, preach at the concert. Like, he, like, took a break. He's like, yo, listen to this guy. Talk about the talk about the, the truth. And then this guy's like, okay. And he gets up there, and, like, no one's really there to see him, you know. But he just, like, does his best. And Kanye's like, dude, as long as they hear the gospel, that's all that matters, you know. And for Christians, like, getting getting the gospel and then and then, like, trying to get it to other people is pretty important i think it's like why we're on this earth you know it's like honor god through that so kanye started doing that total like new heart was like asking like can i go back and like re-record all my old songs but like make them more like holy and the guy's like i don't know man 
And then he's like, dude, I'm going to give up rapping. Like, I'm not going to rap anymore because it's, it's just the devil's music. And this pastor wisely was like, nah, man, that's kind of like your gift. So I think you could use it in a good way. And there's like Christian guys who do rap. You just need to like be wise with your words and stuff. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so basically this guy, like most celebrities that get involved with pastors, the pastors are like really like weak and soft and they just like massage these celebrities egos so that uh hold on oh my gosh i almost just got attacked by a bee uh they just like massage these celebrities egos uh in hopes that they'll like come to their their church and like give them money and stuff and super weak and they won't say the hard things but this guy was super legit like he went to a really good bible school and like the the podcast was like grilling him on what he believes and he's like super reformed super wise and so basically i was like wow okay this guy's legit he's saying kanye is legit and i think the other issue i had and a lot of people had were like these sunday services that kanye was having where he would basically go into the desert and like hold some weird religious ceremony and everyone would like wear white and like sing and dance about god so it's like, okay, are you going to try to lead some movement or something? Because, like, the Bible says, like, who's qualified to be a pastor? And, like, it's definitely not him at this point. And so it's like, if you're leading people, that's wrong. Like, you should be a member of a church and, like, be willing to learn. And basically, he talked to Kanye. I was like, dude, yeah, like, I, I told him, like, you got to be able to learn. You got to go to a club. And if you want to have these things, they could be concerts and you can sing about God, but you can't be preaching. Uh, you can have, like, your own testimony and talk about your life, but you don't need to be teaching them out of the Bible because I just don't think you're qualified to teach yet. And Kanye's like, oh, okay, cool. And this guy's, like, urging Kanye to get into a church every week. Like, so, basically, he's in a way better spot than what you hear where some celebrities like, yeah, I have my own personal faith, and, like, it's just my thing, but that's between me and God. And it's like, okay. And then they, like, never do anything about it and just live this, like, really bad life. But Kanye is just going so crazy. So, apparently, he told he told everyone working on the album that he doesn't want them working on the album if they're having premarital sex like basically stop having premarital sex and like living in sin if you're going to be working on this album like i want this album to like please god which is so radical so cool i i like that like it's cool to like like every like 50 years ago every person would in the world would agree that that's a good standard to live by and now our culture like laughs at that and thinks it's prude but it's like yeah it's because we went crazy it's not that all of human history people were were wrong you know like so I, i'm totally like on the side of that and i think like that's a really cool rule to have in your studio um so yeah he he comes in and he makes this album now it's been received like okay i think like a lot of christians i know like it posting on facebook think it's cool that he did that other people are skeptical but um yeah i think one mistake that could be made is saying like this is the best album ever this is the best kanye album because in a sense it is like in the meaning of it like there's nothing better than just like praising god so of course it's like it's more wholesome better than all the other ones like especially Jesus, where it's like just making him into god you know like that was really a moment of like blasphemy on kanye's part and that album was like was like in the messaging pretty dumb but to just say this is the best album like it just makes it to where like oh if someone agrees with me their music is just hands down better so like i think you could still judge it from a musical standpoint and i think it's still good but there's no way it's the best kanye album i think that's just 
kind of dumb to say. But, uh, yeah, so we have uh, – I just kind of listened to it a couple times. I've probably listened to it like five times, but it's only 27 minutes. So, like, I know a lot of people who have listened to it like a billion times. But I'll just give my quick thoughts and then uh, just kind of like what I think about the impact of this. Um, so it's called Jesus is King, and it starts out with every hour. Now, this is definitely my least favorite song on the album. It's an intro. It's one of those, like, really um, produced, like, really busy songs where basically the idea is Kanye's not even on it, and it's just this, like, black, like, gospel church choir of, like, women, like, screaming all these, like, praises and, and stuff. And I know that, like, if you grew up in a black church, that's probably, like, really nostalgic and, like, sounds nice. But to me, like, I think a lot of like gospel music or like black church like choirs they just sound like chaotic and bad to me like it's unfocused and it's like it's just like stressful (laughs) so like I think this I don't know I just think it's really chaotic and like not that good of a song but every hour it's just like screaming about how we'll like praise God every minute every second of every hour and I don't know good uh, message i guess but then he moves into selah which is like a word in the bible um that happens a lot like between verses to like take a moment um and and it's like really interesting because this this song feels like so grand like it's like really like i guess yeah just grand and like you feel like you're listening to something special and like expensive like you could tell that you couldn't make this on garage band like just the sounds that he's using is like oh my gosh it's so immersive like you want to have both headphones in and uh yeah i mean he's he said like everyone wanted yandi but jesus christ did the laundry so yandi was the album he was going to release before he like repented and believed so it was just like a normal rap album and it's like it's looking like he took that and like apparently jesus did the laundry as in like washed it cleaned all the lyrics and like made it better i know a lot of people online were saying that that line is like super stupid and stuff but i don't know like i think that's a good metaphor for when someone like finds god like it's almost like their vocabulary like went through the laundry and like only the clean came out which i think is kind of uh i don't know at least unique like and you got to give that to him like People in rap can make a whole album about slinging drugs or, like, women uh, or, like, all the money they have, you know? Like, literally a whole Meek Mill album could be about that. And people would be like, damn, okay, like, this goes hard. But then if a whole album is about one other thing that you don't like, like Jesus, then it's like, oh, this is just overkill, you know? So, like, I think the overkill from, like, that sentiment from rap fans is, like, not very credible because, like, rap is just overkill and like unoriginal so if nothing else like even if you hate religion hate god like this album is original and like people are not doing this in mainstream rap which is like interesting so in Selah, uh yeah he, he even quotes like a couple verses and he says like john 8 3 6 i think where it's the one that says like whom the sun sets free is free indeed that's like a super deep cut like a lot of people know john 316 and stuff but real like people who are super into christianity we always talk about like whom the sun sets free is free indeed being that like you don't set yourself free you don't do anything in saving yourself but it's all god and if he sets you free then you're free indeed like 100 percent free you're not at risk of of like falling away but like you are indeed free and so that's like a super deep cut i like that um the next song is called follow god uh, this is probably like the catchiest, probably got the most mainstream plays. Uh, 
yeah so like he he kind of is like apparently the song is like about him arguing with his dad like he calls him dad his dad on the phone and his dad starts yelling at him and he yells back and his dad's like oh you're not being very (laughs) christ-like and like i think that's pretty relatable to christians because like when you first become a believer and you start walking and but you still have some of your old habits like people will try to use your new faith against you so you'll like do something wrong or still sin and like oh you're not really being christian right now and it's like dude yeah man i'm i'm trying to like get my stuff together but like if you just weaponize this against me every time i make a mistake it's really frustrating so and it's funny because he's like ain't nobody never tell you when you're being like christ (laughs) which is so funny because it's like yeah people will tell you when you're not being christ-like but they're not going to tell you when you're acting like jesus because they're just they'll just let you go on your way so it's nice to remind people when they're actually doing the right thing um yeah i mean it's just like a classic kanye beat it has like yeah it has some like super old kanye vibes i like it super catchy kind of the anthem of a lot of like uh trolls on twitter right now so i like that like trolls uh closed on sunday the chick-fil-a song (sighs) i know chick-fil-a has been politicized but even apart from like democrats hating chick-fil-a and stuff like the fact that they're like an unabashed like christian company like you don't even know how popular they are amongst christians like that i know like chick-fil-a like it's almost like frowned upon to say your favorite restaurant isn't chick-fil-a like all christians love chick-fil-a and like so it's so funny to see kanye like he becomes christian and not only does he pick up things from the bible but he picks up like things that christians talk about in america a lot like chick-fil-a and uh yeah (laughs) like telling people they're not being christ-like it's kind of like christianese we call it like the language you speak as a christian and like the places you eat you know so it's a whole new life dude it's a whole corner of society that a lot of people don't really know about but um or i guess don't know about anymore but yeah i mean i think he's just trying to be catchy in that song more than anything like uh at least in the beginning um the the guitar beat is like pretty mellow and stuff but then it like gets super dramatic at the end and he's like uh talking about like he he says something like stand up for my home even if i make this walk alone and uh i think that's so interesting because in the interview with adam tyson the he's talking about how kanye's like constantly asking to lift or to pray for uh for kim and chris and like all kim's sisters and his family like he really wants them to believe too he's praying for them all the time he's talking to him about this but he's saying like in this song like i'm gonna stand up for my home and like i'm gonna do the right thing and like lead my family in a godly way like even if i make this walk alone like all my friends leave me everyone forsakes me like i'll still do this and that's talked about in the bible a lot like if you want to follow god like you have to forget everything you loved and like just be willing to like lose it all which uh is really like symbolic and cool and i think he's writing a lot of these lines like maybe even so that his family will hear like he's not giving up on this like even if they don't go with him but at the same time he's like pleading for them very interesting um on god is a song uh it's suit the beat is so cool it's like a video game kind of like techno like it reminded me of like mega man if you ever played that but uh it's really creative the beat and uh he's just saying a bunch of stuff and then he's saying that's on god which i've heard that's on god like from a lot of black people in the last couple years it's like a classic saying to just be like i swear like that's on god like i i that 
I, what I'm saying is true. Like I would even put that on my God, like swear on God. And that's like, I'm, I'm, I made it my goal not to pick apart his like theology or his understanding of the Bible in this album because it's mostly good, right? Like he, he only makes a couple small mistakes, but like Christians generally believe, and the Bible says pretty clearly, like you're you should let your word be your word and just say yes or no, and like don't swear on anything, don't swear on your name or on your mom or on God, like that is really wrong to do. And so even though it's just a habit that he has from being in like a black person, <laughs> I don't think that makes it right, and I think like. I think he'll look back at that and be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that's on God. Um, but like he even says like back when I thought the book of Job was a job that's on God, like, like a lot of people, I guess might not know cause it's spelled the same as job, but there's a book in the Bible about, <clears throat> about going through hard times. <coughs> Sorry. Um, it's called the book of Job. So hey, in that song, he says, the greatest artist resting or alive like he's been telling us that he's the best artist and i kind of thought he would give that whole thing up so that was disappointing like it's pretty clear basically anywhere you read in the bible like god hates a prideful person and like he doesn't want you to be proud of anything except for him and like if you're proud in yourself like even if you think you deserve it it's not it's not a good attribute so i know hip-hop is like kind of based on that (coughs) sorry um but uh, that doesn't make it okay. Like, I think you can find creative ways to rap without boasting about yourself. And he has enough to boast about here. Um, yeah, in God. So I just think greatest artist resting or alive, like, that might be true, but, like, that's not your, really your place to say. And also in this song is the first time we hear him talking about the 13th Amendment and kind of, like, becoming political. He's anti-13th Amendment, which I have never really looked that up to see what it is. So I can't say if I agree or not, but uh, I'm assuming it's some sort of, like, thing that's supposed to be racist against black people. I've seen something on Netflix about, like, there's a movie about... I think it's about the prison industrial complex and the 13th Amendment, but I don't know what that means. But anyways, he talks about it in another song later. But yeah, so he he really, like apart from spirituality and dipping into the world, he only does it a couple times in this album and talking about the 13th Amendment or like getting pulled over by the cops is like the only time he really does it, which I think is interesting that that's his priority. And he also makes it a key to not really talk about Trump, which he was talking about earlier this year. So I think I think he's seeing that this is an album that can outlive him and show like one of the biggest examples of an artist like repenting and becoming Christian like in the middle of their fame and so to bog it down with like current events or pro Trump or anti Trump stuff I think dates it a little bit and makes it less interesting like if you heard an old Sinatra album he's like ah st- like like I stand with FDR you know it's just like oh well like I don't really care about that part like it makes it less timeless so I think it's cool to to leave that out it, i don't think it's cowardice or anything because he'll still talk about stuff um next song everything we need super clever the beat is so cool i really like this song the the only standout part because it's pretty short is he says like uh what if eve made apple juice would you do what adam do or say baby let's put this back on the tree because he has everything we need so saying like saying like basically if eve made apple juice 
would you do what Adam did? So basically the Christian understanding of the Adam and Eve story is that is not really about fruit, but like rejecting the idea that God has everything that you need and that he has your best intentions in mind and to go outside of his bounds is not really your right and it's not what's best for you. So if you have a goldfish, for example, in a bowl of water, And you say, like, I only want to contain you to this bowl of water, and I don't want to throw you on the front lawn with no water. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, you want to – the fish might say, like, you want to contain me? Like, why wouldn't you let me be free and go in the front yard? Like, why do I have to stay in a bowl? Well, the truth is that, like, like in water, like in healthy confines – uh, is where a fish flourishes best because they were created to be in water and outside of in the yard they might feel freedom but really that freedom is detrimental to what's good for them and only we would know that because we know more than them and so god knowing what's best for us gave us everything we need but we ran away to find something else because we thought we could get more than what we needed so it's kind of talking about the fall i don't know he switched apple to apple juice i don't really get the point like I think I might be missing like the pun there or like I don't know if I fully get the point of saying what if Eve made apple juice because A, like what? Why, why is it juice? But then how would Adam say, baby, let's put this back on the tree because how would you put juice back on a tree? <laughs> but I want, I'm either overthinking it and it's not that smart of a line or it's really smart and I'm like underthinking it. So I don't know. But the point is like would you would you do what Adam did and like – be a coward and not like stand up to what eve is doing and be like no we got to stick with god or would you just go like along with her and be scared um but yeah the song is like god has everything you need uh the next song is water it's pretty serious uh it just has like a lot of sentiment it's like a prayer really like this is the one of the only other issues i have with kanye as far as like his sentiment and his theology like here he says like uh like like jesus give us health jesus be with us jesus like he's asking for all these things and one of the lines is like jesus give us wealth and like christians i think have made the mistake in america of asking for wealth when it's pretty clear that like that's not really something you should ask for in the standard sense of wealth so yeah you could twist it and be like well i want spiritual wealth like i want to be rich in knowledge of god you know but more likely if you're listening to a rap song and someone's asking for wealth they just want money and stuff which that's actually like a hindrance to having a spiritually healthy life rather than like helpful so i think asking for for wealth is something that is like in america knowing that we have a lot of prosperity preachers is like a dangerous thing to do but i think it's a mistake and it's completely innocent on his part so like i'm not really mad about that uh he he, another point in that song he says like take the glory from our conversation like that's really cool that's something that christians do a lot like before we talk like say i have a business meeting with another christian like i might pray beforehand and say like god i like anything you want us to talk about like i pray that we only talk about that and not like waste our time and that like you would get the glory from our conversation so basically at the end i don't want to look good like i i did well in this conversation or he would feel like he did well or i would look bad like i hope that the only point the only takeaway is that like god is good and that he gets all the glory from our conversation so if I have a conversation with you and I convince you that I'm a good podcaster, like I got the glory from that conversation. Whereas if I have a conversation saying like, I wonder if I could, I don't know, like have a podcast that could honor God, like then you're just going to, God will just get more honor from that conversation than if it didn't happen. So that's like a pretty deep thing that I'm surprised he like said, but was really cool. Uh, 
Yeah, so then the next one is God Is. It's like a he's really pleading and like screaming. I think it's really his like outreach song where he's explaining to people that aren't Christian, like this is for you and like I want this for you. It's like this piano somberish beat and uh he's just like screaming like all the captives are forgiven all the idols like i'm ready to let them go and he he's really singing in this one more than anything which a lot of people like kanye singing i don't know i don't think it's very good but that's okay super controversial opinion but don't think he's it's very nice to listen to him sing but uh yeah he's basically like praying about everything and he says like this is my kids this is my wife this is my eternal life like saying like this whole thing is more important like this conversion he had is more important than all his music his kids his wife or anything like this is eternal life and like he wants this for them and he wants this for you like saying the captives are forgiven like basically when we went away from god in the garden of eden like we we sinned and a lot of people say like we even in the bible it says like we are captive or like slaves to our own sin and the only way to get out of that cycle and to break free is like through jesus and like he can set all the captives free or like free all the slaves and so i think it's really cool to use that terminology and i think this whole album is evident that he's been reading a lot you know because you can say like like basic christianese things that culture thinks are in the bible but that are not you know like money is the root of all evil like that's not in the bible or like you know you shouldn't judge other people blah 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 like just random things but he's like quoting like deep stuff that's even in the old testament like it's really cool to see um then the next song is hands on um he's basically saying like hands on high hands on and this is like his this song is like the assault against other christians basically not assault but basically a big question people have is like if i become christian what about all those judgmental christians that i know like they i don't want to be like them and basically the fault of christians or the downside of them sometimes prevents people from coming to uh, know god so what do you do with that and he he basically says like he addresses all of their faults and says that like Christians will be the first one to judge him when he becomes Christian and that they'll be the, the worst um, among everyone, but that doesn't stop him. Um, this song, he also mentions the 13th amendment again. Um, and he just says a bunch of times, like the Christians will be the first ones to judge me. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. At first I was like, kind of like frustrated with that. Cause it's like, dude, the church has done more good than like anything in america or in the world so like to attack it is just going with the culture but i think it'll do more good than bad because like so many people are just hindered by bad experiences they've had they don't want to come back to god you know and so for him to say like no i recognize that but like god is still who he says he is you know like that'll help people so that's really cool and uh yeah i don't know it's kind of like a mellow sad song but i get it um so the next one is use this gospel this is like one of the genuine like rap songs on the album um so i've been arguing with my friend about this but like the beginning it starts with this beeping it's like ding 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 and it just goes throughout the whole beat but he just like adds on to it and it's so off-putting and distracting and it sounds so bad. It literally sounds like if you leave your car door open and it starts beeping at you because your door's a little bit open. It's like that like sound. 
and uh, he builds the beat off of that, and it's it's a cool beat, but like, it's just that is just such a cringy sound to me. But anyways, like, Clips comes back together to rap for the first time in a while uh, on this song, which was like pretty cool for people that like hip hop. And I was wondering if he was gonna make other rappers rap clean on this, or like let them do their thing, and. Because, you know, like, Pusha T is, like, not really a clean rapper at all. But, like, he's in clips. So, like, the fact that he's rapping on this song, I'm like, what's he going to do, you know? But, really, it's their verses are so short, and it sounds almost cut. Like, it doesn't sound like a full written, like, verse. It sounds like a couple bars that Kanye liked, and then he, like, stops it, you know? Which, that's totally an assumption. I don't know. That might not be true. But, like, Kanye raps, and then clips raps and it just sounds like really brief you know like their verses are each like 20 seconds but i don't know like it's cool they don't cuss they talk about like faith and how they're both crooked so how could they judge other people and and uh and this little like catchy beat that the the song is made off of in the end gets played by kenny g on saxophone which I don't know. I'm not like a music genius or anything. Like I, I can't really judge. But man, that is so stupid to me. Like, like it's so distract. Like it's just a meme, you know. Like Kenny G playing the saxophone is just a meme at this point, and it's a joke and it's funny. And you can play all these songs on the saxophone. But to have this serious album, like, and a serious rap song, like, culminate with him just like re- replaying the beat on saxophone, it's just like, why would you have Kenny G? I don't. I just didn't get that choice. Like he'd probably explain it better, and maybe I would get it. But that was so weird to me. But so it's basically him rapping in the same like cadence, and then and then clips rapping, and then Kenny G doing the beat in that cadence, and then at the last twenty five seconds of the song, the beat like switches up, and it's like the same beat, but he adds some like barking noises and like doubles down on like the the bass part. And dude, it sounds so cool. It's like the best like beat wise. It's the best part of the whole album. It's the last twenty five uh, seconds of uh, Use This Gospel, and then uh, that's pretty much it. The last song after that is Jesus Is Lord. It's kind of like the first song. It's just like he's just saying every knee will bow, every tongue will will confess like that Jesus is Lord and that that's true. Like it says that in the Bible and Revelation and stuff. And it's cool that he put that on there. But it's not like a good or interesting song. Like I think he could have an outro that's not very eventful, but could still make it like re- like bump pretty like pretty hard and like not have to be so boring. So I think the last song is pretty boring, but. uh yeah, so I usually skip the first and last song. The rest of them at least have something to say uh, within all of them. And that's the album, dude. It's only 27 minutes, like super short. But man, since then he's he's been going on uh, he's been going on interview tours, saying like, dude, how how are you gonna get saved? Saying you're a good person, like that's not how you get saved when you when you die and go to heaven, like have to face God, like that's not how you get in. Saying you're a good person, like you have to believe in Jesus. He's been. Um, just like telling people about the gospel and about um living a pure life he said for so many years like he worked for the he felt like he was working for the devil like just using him and like like sexualizing women and music and just just horrible and like he's not going to do that anymore so i have a hundred percent faith that like kanye will or you know i have a lot of faith that kanye will like really stick it out and like this will be genuine and i believe in him you know like i'm no better than him and like like my faith has been hard but it's like been persistent and i think his will be too he'll have a lot more temptations than me but he also has way more influence than me and i think he's already probably done more good 
for the movement than I can ever do, you know, and like that's really cool. And if there's young kids that really like Kanye and want to hear more about Jesus because it's important to Kanye, like he for eternity like those people's lives will be changed because of him so like this is so brave this is so cool i'm so behind him i'm regretful that i was like being skeptical and judging when this was happening um and i I don't want to do that in the future with a celebrity um but yeah dude this ain't no justin bieber this is legit this is like super super conversion super um super god honoring so i'm so proud of kanye i think it's so cool and uh yeah so if you ask me what i thought about this album or like i guess some people do a scale of one to ten so i could do that i would say it's like a i would say it's like a seven out of ten or a six out of ten like i won't listen to it after like a year from now maybe you know just me personally but like meaning wise like culturally it's at a 10 out of 10 like it's so original it's going to be so impactful like it's so cool it's such a cool project in like american society and it could literally start to like turn the tide of our social and culture wars of like what is okay like post-religion culture or like trusting in god and like kanye is a powerful person so super super important album super cool and uh dude i'm team kanye i'd love to like buy a shirt of his and give him some money now that he's being super cool so if you haven't listened to it uh check it out and uh yeah that's all peace out homies